This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Siobhan Moran McFarlane. It's Friday the 23rd of February. In your Squiz today... Qantas posts a profit, Ukraine marks two years of war, bushfires kick off in southeastern Oz, and Taylor takes over Sydney. This is your Squiz today. Qantas's new CEO, Vanessa Hudson, shared the airline's half-year results yesterday. The big takeaway, Siobhan, is that it made $873 million post-tax profit in the July to December half. And although that sounds like a lot, the airline was quick to point out that it's a 13.2% fall on the $1 billion of profit recorded in the same period 12 months ago. So Qantas says the reason for that fall is down to a few things, and that includes flight prices, which have dropped 10% from their peak in late 2022. At the same time, fuel costs have risen and the airline has increased its spending to improve customer staff satisfaction. Now, of course, Alice, a lot has been said about that over the past (laughs) year or so. But Hudson says that the figure reflects months of responding to loud and clear feedback and that there's a lot of work happening to lift their service levels. But investors had a bit of their own feedback yesterday because Qantas's share price dropped 6.8% after the results were released. And there are some big challenges ahead for Qantas too. The first is that it's back in the federal court next month to work out the compensation that it will have to pay 1,700 ground staff who were let go during the pandemic. Squizzers might remember we spoke about this in September. That's when the High Court ruled that Qantas breached the Fair Work Act when it illegally fired those workers, mostly baggage handlers and cleaners, before outsourcing the work to contractors. And reports say that bill could run into the hundreds of millions of dollars. The other thing to mention is that the airline is also dealing with legal action brought by the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission. That's over allegations that it sold tickets for flights that had been cancelled in 2022. Now, Qantas denies that, but if it is found guilty, that could also cost hundreds of millions. The other thing making news yesterday, Siobhan, was that new data was released about flight delays and cancellations. In January, 73.4% of domestic flights landed on time. That is compared to the long-term average of 81%. But it is still better than December. Only 63.6% of flights landed on time then. Cancellations were also higher than average. 3.1% of flights never took off. But if you're heading to Port Lincoln, you are onto a winner. The regional SA airport still has the highest number of on-time arrivals and departures in Oz. I don't know about you, Siobhan, but it is hard for me to believe that Saturday marks two years since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Mm. And despite more than the 500,000 casualties from both sides, Russian President Vladimir Putin has shown no signs of ending his offensive. 
Yeah, it's really hard to get your head around, especially because in the beginning, some experts were predicting that it would all be wrapped up within a few months. But Mm. clearly that hasn't happened. But despite how long it's been going on, experts say that Putin still has no real plan other than to win a war of attrition, which basically means dragging it out for as long as possible to wear Ukraine down. In the early days, Ukraine had been praised for its defence despite being significantly outgunned. But recent reports suggest that it's made very few gains lately, and it'll have to rely more on drones than manpower this year. And that's in part because it's receiving less support from the United States. Yes, but the European Union is still backing Ukraine. It's approved new sanctions on Russia just this week. But with every day of the war, the cost to rebuild Ukraine increases. Experts say it is already above 486 billion US dollars. The search for missing Ballarat woman Samantha Murphy is continuing this weekend. New detectives will join the search, but nearly three weeks after she went missing, there's still no trace of the 51-year-old. And that's why police say officers from the Crime Command and Counterterrorism are going to join the team because of their experience, quote, in complex and protracted investigations. Now, as you say, Alice, Murphy disappeared on the 4th of February after she headed out for her regular morning run in nearby bushland. And the community has been searching for her ever since. And now there's also fresh calls for volunteers to join what is being dubbed a mega search tomorrow. And Siobhan, in Sydney, a new high-profile missing persons case is dominating headlines. Network 10 presenter Jesse Baird and his partner Luke Davies haven't been seen since Monday. The alarm bell went off when blood was found at Baird's home and items were found in a bin some distance away. A search has been mounted and reports this morning say police are looking into the men's past relationships and associations as a line of inquiry. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN pn.com forward slash squiz today. I really feel for everyone in WA this week, Siobhan. Mm. Parts of the state hit record temperatures of nearly 50 degrees and that hot weather has since moved east. Yeah, that must be excruciating for everyone. Mm. It's shocking. And the heat moving east has left multiple states fighting off bushfires from yesterday. In Tasmania, central highlands communities were told to evacuate with emergency alerts sent out. And in Victoria, dozens of communities were told to leave immediately with out-of-control bushfires taking hold in the state's west near Ballarat. And it's not over because today New South Wales and Queensland are bracing for similar conditions. The mercury is set to push 40 degrees with severe thunderstorms also expected. As for the southern states, they have cooled off, but they are still expecting storms. And Darwin is also in for it. It's got thunder, lightning and heavy rain forecast over the next week. 
Those in northern WA are also bracing for ex-tropical cyclone Lincoln to regain power and make its way back to land in the coming days. So stay safe out there, everyone, this weekend. Hang in there, Siobhan. There is only one more week of madness <laughs> with Taylor Swift's Eras Tour hitting Sydney this weekend. A core stadium in Olympic Park is set to welcome around 320,000 Swifties from tonight. Alice, I don't know what you're talking about. I have been <laughs> loving this story. <laughs> uh, but one of the people in that huge crowd that you mentioned will be her boyfriend, US footballer Travis Kelsey. If you've turned on the telly or looked at a news site in the past day or so, you'll know that he touched down, see what I did there, <laughs> in Sydney yesterday morning. So that's very exciting for fans of the couple. And aside from all the fanfare, talk is turning to how Swift's concerts have been a massive boon for Australia's most popular cities. Reports say that last weekend's shows helped bring in $35 million for Melbourne's city traders. Yeah, and Destination New South Wales estimates visitor spending will hit more than $80 million this weekend. So it's going to be a big weekend in Sydney too. Yeah. And Siobhan, it's probably a good time to mention that we have more Swift content. Kate has interviewed Georgie Tunney, the co-host of Channel 10's The Project. She's also a massive Swifty. Yeah, so that's for a special episode of News Club that dropped this morning. Now, as you've alluded to, Alice, I'm not the biggest Swifty, but <laughs> I still found it interesting because Kate asked Georgie at one point to explain why Taylor's tour here has become such a phenomenon and what separates her from any other pop star. So even if you're not a mega fan, it's really interesting from a sociological perspective. Mm. And if you are cray-cray for Tay-Tay, then you'll be in audio heaven. I can tell how excited you are, Siobhan. You're so mean. I, I'm not that much of a curmudgeon, I promise. To listen to that special episode, simply search for News Club in your podcast app and join the conversation on our News Club Instagram page at the Squiz News Club. Friday Light, Siobhan, what have you got for us today? So there's a few of us at Squiz HQ with young kids and this article really caught my eye because it's about how influencers take advantage of new parents through social media. Now that brought me a great comfort on a personal level to know that I wasn't alone going through the quote perfect baby life wormhole in the early days of motherhood. So have a read and hopefully it reassures some other parents and proves interesting reading even if you're not a baby mama good one. I'll pop the link to that in the episode notes. And that wraps us up today. Have a great Friday and weekend and we'll be back with you on Monday. Hi there, it's Bryce from Squiz Kids, the daily news podcast for small people. March is Women's History Month and we're celebrating over on our socials. Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at SquizKids to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women and together honour their legacies.